0: Life, sex, goals, and oh hell knows, this is midlife craving. Fun fact. I used to be a bartender and server for years. I would walk up to tables and say, "I'm busier than a wanton paper hanger. What can I get you?" Or I would say, "There's a party in my mouth and everyone's coming. What do you need from me today? <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. All day, every day right now. It's like, what do you need from me over here? What do you need from me over there? You know, work is busy as fuck. I'm single momming like a motherfucker, trying to work out as much as possible. I'm just navigating through a lot of change. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and call it growth. But hey, I'm here for it. So let's get at it. It's time for my five minute orgasm where I release all the shit going on in my life. And you know, this shit don't ever stop or change for me. So I'm here for your goddamn entertainment. (laughs) Let me tell you one of the funniest stories that happened this week. So my daughter goes to a private school and this week she needed flowers for a Mary statue or some shit. I mean, I got like three reminders from the teacher about the event, my child reminded me a bunch of times and I'm like, okay, I won't forget it. I got it. I brought home a ton of pipe cleaners, mm. bringing home a pipe cleaner. <laughs> Does anybody know where I can find one of those? <laughs> God, let's see. It's uh day 19 of my no D diet and I am st Rugglin. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm like, girl, I got you. Like, I got all these art supplies. She worked all night on this beautiful bouquet of flowers. I mean, the shit was looking legit. So we're on our way to school. And I mean, we are like almost there. And she's like, mom, I forgot my flowers. So I'm like, skirt. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? I pull into a neighborhood and I'm like scouting houses. And I mean, she's having like a mental breakdown in the backseat. And I'm like driving by homes like, fuck, they got cameras. Shit, they do too. So I finally pull up to the entrance of the neighborhood and they have like these beds of flowers. And I'm like, all right, get out, pick some goddamn flowers. (laughs) Listen, I just want to say, if you're a parent out there, especially my single ones out there, you got to do what you motherfucking got to do. My motto when it comes to parenting and I guess life in general right now is whatever it takes, whatever it takes, baby. I hauled ass to school. I dropped her off and I was like, have a good day, girl. Take them stolen flowers to your priest. Praise be. I mean, like, You know, like these are the things that you have to go through when you have a child in school. I mean, I feel like I'm back in school and the shit's just crazy. So then this weekend, I went and got a pedicure with Zach because, man, I really need to like chill the fuck out. So I'm laying back, relaxing. It's like really nice and calm in there. I was actually making a few notes for this week's episode. And then all of a sudden, my nail tech is like, do you got acrylics on your toenails? And I'm like, what the fuck? Acrylics on my fucking toe? I mean, hell no. I was like is he nuts? Like what, what do you, I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, you know, some people put acrylics over their broken nail. And I'm like, I don't got no broken nail. I'm like, what, what is, what are you talking about? Well, I was noticing as he was taking my gel nail polish off that like my big toenail looked like, I don't know, like almost like it was in half and it was like lifted a little bit. And I was like, Oh my God. So side note, I used to run marathons back before my two back surgeries. By the way, I could have an entire episode on all the surgeries I've had, (laughs) but I have not been a stranger to losing toenails in my life. It's from when your feet slide to the front of your shoes. And I remember like two weeks ago when I was running on the treadmill, I remember my toe was a little sore after and I was like, bitch is broke. So me being me, I was like, fuck it. I just grabbed the nail and then ripped it off. (laughs) Zach, oh my God. Zach was fucking dying. I think at one point he was like gagging and my nail tech was just in complete shock to staring at me. And I'm like, what? Like, what am I supposed to do? You cry about it? Like, no, like, I mean, it's gotta go. <laughs> so, at this point, Zach is like freaking out. And I'm just like, listen, who the fuck cares? I have zero time to be worried about a toenail. And he's like, you sick fuck. And I just said, I mean, it just came out loud as shit. I go, Good thing I ain't got no boyfriend. And the entire nail salon just starts like busting out laughing. And I'm like, You know what? If you can't make fun of dumb shit that happens to you, I feel sorry for you. I mean, who cares? It's a fucking toenail, it'll grow back. Oh my God, I was laughing so hard because I realized it must have happened a while ago, two weeks, I don't know, maybe a month. I mean, I had my last pedicure, I guess over a month ago and I was dying because like underneath it was like a soft shell crab. I mean, (laughs) the ship was already pretty much healed up and I was just like, yeah, you can go ahead and paint it. (laughs) You can go ahead and paint it clear. We're good. We're good. I swear to God. So now I got treadmill toe for my hot girl summer. Fuck it, man. All right, so let's wrap up this five-minute orgasm as I talk about the very best thing that has happened to me this week. Oh my God. So I told you last week I bought a new toy. Okay, okay, okay. Listen, it is unlike any toy I have ever used before. It's a clit sucker and it's shaped like, it's like shaped like in the actual size of a rose. I named her Rosie. Let me just tell you, this thing fucking blew my mind. Now, you know I love Captain Morgan, and I still do, and I will use him forever, but man, since I got Rosie, I mean, oh my God, like, she is my main bitch. So the key to this toy is that you need to use a little bit of lube, and remember Astro Glide's my favorite brand, and you just, like, place it on your clit, and oh my God, like, fucking magic happens. I have to tell you, this shit was so intense, and one of the hottest parts was being able to, like, watch my clit get sucked into the toy. Like, Playing with myself and watching that was so hot. And I was so turned on that I seriously didn't even think to turn on porn. Also, I'm not going to lie. This toy got me wetter than any toy I have ever tried. I'm sorry, Captain. But God damn. (laughs) Another thing is I'm going to tell you right now, go get this toy. And when you do, like hit it to the fourth setting. It's like this pulsing. And I am not exaggerating. I had the most incredible, like, a lot of buildup, orgasm, probably in my entire life. I swear to God, this thing, I'm calling it a soul snatcher because you need to be prepared for your soul to get snatched. And listen, I had no idea about this hidden talent of mine, but I can now officially speak whale. (laughs) That's what Rosie does to me. I just want to say too, this toy would be great to use with a partner. It's really easy to hold. It doesn't require much placement, I mean, oh my God, so powerful. I I can't wait for you guys to try this. Um, I can totally see myself using this while sucking dick or like while someone is inside of me. I mean, I just feel like it's a very versatile toy, especially with a partner. And that's important for me. Also, it's not that loud. Probably average for a sex toy, but you will not be able to be quiet. That I assure you. So if you're concerned about noise, do not be worried about the toy. You need to be worried about yourself. (laughs) I give Rosie five big, huge gold stars. In fact, I'm getting excited even talking about her right now. And to be honest with you, I saw her right before I came in this room. You know, like that's the first thing I do. Like I rush home from work, I get myself all worked up because I'm like, yes, I have one-on-one time with myself and now Rosie. And that's just the kind of girl I am. Don't you worry, by the way, I got you covered. You can go get a Rosie of your own on my website, Midlife Craving, and click links. There's also Captain Morgan on there, my favorite lube, and of course, Dude Wipes. You can also see my full review of this toy, including an immediate after reaction on my Instagram page at Midlife Craving. It's one of my TikToks that got banned. I put it on Instagram. It lives there. You know, if you're follow- if you're a follower on TikTok, go ahead and make the transition over to Instagram. I do not know how much longer I'm going to be able to use TikTok. <laughs> I swear to God, I am. I'm trying so hard to deal with the censorship and I am not giving up. Like I will not lose TikTok, but if they ban me, uh, there's not really much I can do. And I feel like that's kind of in my future, by the way, I just want to give a shout out to all the men out there who asked me about this toy or requested the link to buy it for their wives or girlfriends. I mean, I love to see it. What a great guy, and what a lucky gal! <laughs> I mean, it gives me hope for the future men in my life. Like, there's guys out there actually looking out for their women. A fucking plus. God, between Captain and Rosie, I think they may be the key to helping me hold myself over as I go through this 60 day no D diet. I mean, I've got. Let me see. It's. I think it's day. Fifteen? No, day nineteen. So, oh man, I'm getting there. It's countdown is on. Remember, the tip with Rosie is to use lube and try the different settings. Um, you will not believe the different things that they can do. And allow yourself to like take a minute. A lot of people want to use a vibrator that's just like a steady vibe. Those pulsing sensations, like they are the key to building up a really strong orgasm. You are fucking welcome for that tip. Listen, I can talk about sex toys all day long. In fact. I think this is like my second coming. Fuck. I wish I was coming for a second time right now. Oh my God. But seriously, I think that this is what I was meant to be when I grew up for sure. I am so passionate about this. I love talking about it. I love hearing from you guys and I could just go on and on and on, but I am really ready to get this episode started. Let's get it on. I am in the studio with my girl, Christina. She is a fellow midlife craver. And I am so excited to have you on the show. I am so excited. Thank you for having me. I've you, been looking forward to it. Yes, so much. I know. And you know, you just meet people and they're just instantly your soul sister. I feel that with you. When you shared your story with me and you were so honest and so upfront, I was like, I fucking love her. Well,
1: because <laughs> I figured if I'm going to do it,
0: you got to be
1: honest. You have to put it out there. Yeah. Or it's and, not going to be a good show.
0: Yes. Right? I like it. So. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and it's also nice because, you know, you're a fellow 40 something single hot mom, just who gets it and who gets, you know, the shit that I'm going through right now. And a lot of my right. listeners and a lot of people in the world are going through right now. I feel, you know, I say it and I'll say it again. We're the first generation that's really breaking through with this whole, you know, women working full time, you know, out there, you know, getting divorced right. and you know, being a single mom and not having a village and navigating, doing these things,
1: navigating all of that, the right. dating, raising children, mm-hmm. learning how to deal with ex-spouses and how all of that works. Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot. It, it is, is lot. so. It's
0: nice to meet someone who just gets me. Like, you fucking <laughs> oh, get I me. Mean, it. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> All right, so Christina, I just want to like tell me a little bit about yourself, tell my okay. listeners, just a, and this just be a, a little overview, high level overview. Yeah.
1: So I'm 47. Mm-hmm. I've been divorced for five years, but we were separated almost two years prior to that. So yeah. I kind of look at it as almost seven. Yeah, really. I agree. Yeah, I'm originally from Kansas. Um, but I've been in Maryland since 2003. And I will tell you, going through a divorce mm-hmm. and all the things that I've gone through in the past seven years is difficult doing it here with no support system. Yes. As far as I don't yeah. have family here, I don't have my closest friends your here. Village. And I do have good friends here, and thank God for them. But it's very different when you feel like yep. your family or your I have very close friends that I consider family, right. and they're all away. And that was hard. That is and hard. And it still is hard because if I didn't have children, I would move home. Yeah. Because that's where I'm happiest. That's where I want right. to be. Man, and that is hard. It is hard. But at the same time, when I got married and we had children, I also understood that that also meant if not now. I never thought I would get divorced. But right, right. I also would never try to take the children away from their father mm-hmm. because, you know, that's just not right to me. And it's it's more about them than my own happiness
0: yes so yeah you know uh it's funny you talk about people I did an interview last week and this uh he one of the questions was you know what was the time in your life that changed you like what was your defining moment and I was just like it was my divorce mm-hmm. it's such a huge shift in your life I learned uh and it's a lot yes a and it's lot. not all bad there's a lot of no. good that comes oh, from yeah. it so I'm not saying that but it's just amazing to me that that's the same thing for you like that was a big and I think a lot of my friends you know Katina and others like you know divorce really shaped their future you know well I look at it as
1: it's a terrible thing to go through mm-hmm. but it, you can also learn a lot through it absolutely so if you I feel like I have really taken the time to learn about myself like I was not yes. the person that immediately needed to go out and have someone and I'm still not like that I do want to have someone in my life but I feel like I don't need someone I just. Yes need someone else to make me happy. I want a companion, but I have also learned that I want to be happy. So I'm not going to
0: just settle for someone in my life just to have someone. That's what this whole midlife craving thing is about. You know, it's like craving more, knowing what you want and attaining it. Not settling, you know, it's, there's so much pressure. I talk about this all the time. I feel like I'm just like on repeat, but there's so much pressure in your late twenties and thirties, like get married, have a baby, settle down. Like that's what the world wants you to do. And then when you break that mold... It seems so terrible, and people like look at divorce. Sometimes, I mean, I, we can't. We can talk I, all day about like the shit that you get for it.
1: I felt like a failure. It yes, very Oh, absolutely. Hard. Even though I knew mm. I had to divorce. Yes, it makes you feel like a failure. It does. Even even though I had every reason to, and and the people Same. in my life that love me were like, you're not a failure, and you need to because th- you deserve to be happy, and you deserve to show your kids that you're a strong mm. woman who is um, not settle and, and mm. be happy. Happy, but you still feel like a failure. It is the
0: most isolating thing. But I will tell you this, and I know I have a lot of listeners that are going through it, you know, or if you do ever find yourself in the situation, just know that like you're going to be okay. And yeah, it's not that the grass is greener on the other side. I think it's where you, how you water the grass where you're at. But, you know, that light at the end of the tunnel, that fucking pot of gold at the end of that (laughs) rainbow that you're riding, it's worth it.
1: But it's funny that you bring (laughs) that up because my whole motto since my divorce has been faith and it's not so much like religiously based Mm -hmm. it's in and i have the tattoo Mm -hmm. i had it tattooed
0: um (laughs) it's your reminder i always say i need to get like a tattoo on my forehead to remind (laughs) me of shit When i look in the mirror it's right there but in all
1: honesty it hasn't been easy Mm -hmm. i mean i've had good times and there's it hasn't been easy being divorced there's been a lot of things that i've gone through
0: well being married isn't fucking easy either so it's you know life is hard
1: the word faith for me is always reminding myself to have the yeah. faith that everything is going to be okay. Yeah. Ultimately it's going to be okay. It may not be what I thought it was going to be, and it may be rough for a while, but mm-hmm. ultimately it's gonna be okay.
0: Yep. I talk about that all the time. You know, just keep moving on, keep looking forward. Like you know, Uncle Mo said, you know, the rear view is way smaller yeah. than the windshield. Like keep looking forward. I remember that. Yes. <laughs> I remember him saying that. <laughs> all right. So what I'm really excited to talk about with you, because you were you were the one that said it to me, because I've been waiting to discuss the topic Mm -hmm. and I'm like maybe but you brought it up and you Mm -hmm. have a lot of experience with it in your life as well and so let's talk about it narcissism yes narcissists in the world out there. So at first I wanted to just like go through, I wanted to define uh what a narcissist is because I gotta be honest with you. I learned what narcissism was only a couple of years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Like I had no idea what it was. I thought I knew remember a narcissist so I was like the guy that looks in the fucking mirror in right. you know, the lake and sees himself and is like, right. I love myself. Like right. I thought they it was think that they're a God. You right. Know, the best I didn't or... understand what kind of personality, but not necessarily
1: to that extreme.
0: Right. Always. So I didn't understand like the personality right. disorder. Right. So narcissism and a narcissist—it's someone that is incapable of feeling empathy. That's mm-hmm. like the biggest, like, but they can definition. Fake it. They can fake it. Oh well, we're well, we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say this too: people love to throw the word narcissism oh, around. Thank
1: you. That's what I wanted to say to you. Is, yes, and unfortunately, what that does is it makes. People who truly have dealt with yes. a narcissist, people automatically assume that you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, everyone says that about who they dated or whoever. Right. And so it kind of takes some of it that away. It takes it away. away. I agree. And so,
0: you know, I'm on TikTok now. I, I, that's my fucking thing. <laughs> and they have like what's called narc talk. Uh-huh. And all these people are like, I'm dating a narcissist. I'm dating a narcissist. You know, it's like fucking Oprah with the car keys. You're a narcissist and you're a narcissist. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Only 0.5% of the entire world are true Narcissists right. with NPD, narcissistic personality disorder. And we
1: all have a little narcissism. Everybody does. That's yes. Normal. I'm that's talking natural. about, yes, the actual yes.
0: disorder. And then, so just so you know, I, I looked up this 75% are men. Mm. So lucky yes. <laughs> no. us. Yes. Sorry, men. But. And so, and the numbers, this is the, the numbers are one in 200. Mm. That's, so that's, seems like a lot when you break it down to like yeah. the men category and i actually correct people they'll say to me oh well he's a narcissist and i'm like no he's just a fucking asshole right and right, he's a nar- a and they'll say she's a narcissist i'm like no she's just a toxic psycho right. bitch right. like npd is no joke and there is so yeah. what we're going to do today we're going to so i just defined narcissism yeah. and narcissistic personality disorder i'm going to talk about red flags because i think that's huge uh-huh. and these are things that like i get asked a lot because i have experience with narcissism and then i want to talk about the narcissistic abuse cycle because if you find right. if this something is this if this This is something that you're like, oh my God, this is my life. I want you to start thinking about narcissism, Mm -hmm. studying it and learning. And then we're going to talk about tactics that they use. And then- how to win because I mm-hmm. have a no fail way on how to beat and kill a narcissist, which I can't so, wait to learn. I know, I'm excited for <laughs> like, you. I can't, I can't believe you've never heard
1: of this. Or I, I mean, I probably have an idea, but mm-hmm. didn't know it
0: actually had like a title. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna school you today. Okay. I'm excited about I love that. Love it. So let's talk about like the different types, and we can just go over sure. this. Uh, there's two different types of narcissists. So there's the overt narcissist, which is the people that you were saying, like the mm-hmm. guy that's like out there. He oh, shows yeah. his cards. So this someone that like uses methods that are completely... Obvious, right? Oh, like yeah. they are out in the open for everyone to see. They're fucking narcissistic. They're an asshole. And they They're don't toxic. Care. And, they, and don't they don't care. care they people... give zero fucks Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now here's the most dangerous one. And by the way, the one that is the most popular, and that's the mm-hmm. covert narcissist. Mm-hmm. So they use methods that are. St- stealth okay like they are stealthy they is that a word yeah yeah. no it is (laughs) they are stealthier and they are also more secretive when it comes to like the tactics that they use and they're so good so good at it because the thing is is that they live for it.
1: That's what but, the world is. But the people around them have no idea. Mm-hmm. They have a complete persona
0: that people don't even realize. So charming. Okay, so uh, let's-
1: Very charming. So that's what very we're going to do charming. now.
0: We're going we're gonna to talk about red flags. And I like to tell people about this. And uh, so I'm happy to share it here. So mm-hmm. here's some red flags that are always associated with narcissists. But
1: I will say, if you don't know anything about narcissism, mm-hmm. you won't see it. You're right. So like for me, I now can see red flags- Mm-hmm. but if you have if you know nothing about it you won't even realize. I know. You will not even realize that you have gotten into By a relationship By time you do realize it, it's
0: too long. You're married. You're signed, sealed, delivered. Mm-hmm. The, de- right. the deed is done. Right. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So hopefully maybe me sharing all these red flags, enlightening people to what narcissism right. is, I can get saved they some people. Because men know, and women a- can have narcissism. I'm not just blaming oh, the men. So. absolutely. All right. So one of the biggest red flags, we were just talking about this, they're full of charm and charisma. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like they will sell you anything and you will pay, you will overpay for it. They are excellent salesmen you will
1: buy every <laughs> bit of what they yes have you to will say. <laughs> oh my god
0: okay so like someone that's just like and you know being charming is cute or whatever and you know you're like oh my gosh you're so nice and sweet and charming and mm-hmm. you know the charisma. that's a that's an attractive trait i understand oh, like but I you can tell it's like mine, overly i thought
1: mine was a knight in shining armor mm-hmm. and you know some of that was because of my past cuz what right. i had in my past this seemed like oh my gosh and they're famous this, for that could this be real like yes. could this
0: person be this like amazing and mm-hmm. how lucky am i okay so uh they also narcissists another red flag is they'll have very few friends or strained relationships. Well, all of them are strained mm-hmm. relationships with their families. And some of them will have friends. And they'll seem yeah. like they have great friends. But you'll start to notice they don't cultivate or my, foster those friendships. Uh, like, in my experience, he had friends. But it was always a
1: competition. Mm. So That's another thing. So Right. If they made more money, he wanted to make more money. Mm-hmm.
0: He was always in his mind, a competition. Yeah, that's a good, yeah. And then other thing too is like, like you know, your narcissist is, has so much charm and so, you know, amazing and wonderful and perfect. But, and like, you just think like they're so likable, but they mm-hmm. don't have all of these true friends. So that's a mm-hmm. huge red flag. I definitely had that with mine. Okay, so the next big red flag, and I don't care, every single narcissist does this. They appear to be living above their means because they are. Oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: Basically, it comes from the image that they want to well, put out yes. there. Because there's something about them. The therapist that I talked to, basically, she was saying how he is so Insecure, right? That's, that's where all it, comes it is, from. all it is, and so yes. those things, as in they want to be having seen the nice. there has to be name brand stuff mm-hmm. and the nicest vehicles and the nicest everything, yep, because their outer image is what they care about the think most. Everyone yep. is perceiving them as, oh wow, look at them, they're successful and mm-hmm. they have money, and they're grandiose, that's right. what it is, like right. they're, exactly. they're the most important but person they could in the be room. The biggest piece of shit
0: ever, well, yeah, exactly, you know? and, that's what they're covering
1: up, and in my experience. He would spend the money as fast oh, as yes. he made it. I mean, if if he you would, would not if believe he was getting a promotion or a bonus, he already had that money spent.
0: Mm-hmm. You know that's the thing. They are like that because they want that status. They want to be you know the Perceived most important person, the most important person. Yes. Right. <laughs> All right. So the next huge red flag, and so this is something you should really pay attention to, is that they want your life story like they seem they appear to be studying you mm-hmm. so the thing is that what they're doing is they want to find your vulnerabilities oh, yeah they want to expose you for everything they want to know what they can use against you Absolutely. down the road so that's a huge thing yeah you know they and it's somebody but, i'm not saying somebody that doesn't asks about you it's someone who they it feels like they're studying right. you but what i
1: found is that's only in the beginning yes oh right they because want to get everything after that
0: right after that they're not paying any attention Absolutely to what you're not. saying
1: because all that matters is what's Them. going on in their life. Right.
0: So and something else too. You know, they want your life story, but yet you're getting nothing in return. Right. That's a huge thing because narcissists, they're not telling you shit. And if they do, not it's Not anything that they're vulnerable right. no. about. Hell like, no. They'll talk about themselves at length, but not uh, yeah, yes. any of their insecurities or vulnerabilities that's at not, all. So that's what I'll, the next thing I was going to say, a huge red flag. Yeah. They never, ever accept blame ever okay like i don't care if you if you see them do it they'll say they'll they say didn't. That i didn't do it oh yeah and then if something is blatantly their fault it was not their fault no. so that these are huge red flags of uh-huh. narcissistic personality disorder oh, so yeah there's many the more those are the big ones pathological lying yes it's unbelievable too when you actually but, witness it you're like
1: holy sometimes shit it's the stupidest stuff i, I, exactly. I mean it'd, White it'd lies. be like so stupid and, mm-hmm. and you're like why would you lie about that yes. there's no reason to even lie about it
0: mm-hmm. but they'll still say they didn't
1: They'll still say they didn't. Oh, lie. yeah.
0: So, and that, that, we're going to start talking about, you know, the tactics that they use because ultimately what they want is they want to confuse you. It's oh, yeah. the mind game. The, so, gas, the
1: gaslighting.
0: Right. So, all right. So the next yeah. thing I really want to talk about, because I bet you there's someone out there Who's going to recognize this cycle and be like, Mm -hmm. oh shit. And like, they'll wake up and be like, I might be with a narcissist. So like, if if I can save someone out there, (laughs) my job here is done. The longer
1: you're in it, the harder it is
0: to get away. All right. So let's talk about this cycle. Okay. So it goes like this. I'm going to, I'm going to just name it and then I'm going to expand on it. So the first part is the honeymoon phase. Mm -hmm. Second part comes the tension and then the explosion. And then finally the remorse and then repeat. Honeymoon phase, tension, explosion, remorse. So mm-hmm. let's let's dive into those. So the honeymoon okay. phase. Oh God, isn't it the best? Oh yeah, two tickets like said, to paradise. Prince Charming. <laughs> yes. Right. Oh, but speaking of Prince Charming, I just want to let everyone know, Prince <laughs> Charming in my life is not a narcissist. In fact, he is the furthest thing from a narcissist. He's probably more sensitive than I am. So <laughs> Prince Charming is not a narc. I just want to put that out there. I would never, and he, he, oh my God, like that. even saying the word narcissist with his, with him and thinking of him makes no sense at all. Right. So, okay. Prince Charming is not my narc. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about the honeymoon phase. So it's like, and if you're, you'll notice this. So like it's a ton of adoration, mm-hmm. um, gift giving, mm-hmm. you know, I'm so sorry. Here's a new oh. diamond necklace or ring. Right. Um, they're so helpful and they, start complimenting you and you're like oh my god they're being so nice right now so that's that's the honeymoon phase right right? oh and
1: they're laying it on thick like oh my god yes flowers and yes
0: overwhelmingly yes and then comes the tension so all of a sudden the honeymoon things you know fades and then it's like you'll notice he's moody or Mm -hmm. she's moody Mm -hmm. and then they're nitpicking you and you're like wait a minute like what's going on all the time and then they start criticizing Mm -hmm. you Indirectly.
1: Yes. And we'll find sometimes the smallest thing because they have to have something. Yes. And it may not even be a big deal,
0: mm-hmm. but they will
1: find something yep. to make you feel bad about. It could be very insignificant. Yes. This is, it, the,
0: this is the mind game phase. This is, when, this is when they start to really control you. They got mm-hmm. you, right? So then the next is the explosion. So when I talk <laughs> about like the explosion phase, it could be, you know, something physical It could be, you know, sexual or it could be emotional. Mm -hmm. So it could be a huge fight that lasts for six hours or, you know, uh, like I said, sexual or physical. I mean, this shit happens every day. So like that's their explosion phase. Right. Um,
1: I will say like my narcissist that I dealt with was never physical Mm -hmm. or uh, like physically abusive or sexually abusive, but Mm -hmm. it was definitely emotional. emotional. But but at the same time, you don't always realize that in the moment. Because you think you're crazy.
0: Well, yeah, Yeah, right.
1: Well, because that's what, you know, it's all your fault. They're upset and angry because you made them angry. It was Mm -hmm. all your fault. You don't do something right or you don't, the tone you used, Mm -hmm. like. Or the air that you're breathing. I mean, come on. Right, (laughs) right.
0: Yeah. And then like next comes that remorse phase where they're like, Oh man, she's, she's really upset right now. Uh, So they're like, they feel guilty. They're giving Mm -hmm. you all the apologies. Promises start being made. But then they also at the same time are justifying their excuses. You know, I remember I used to always hear like, well, you made me, you know, or that's like a huge thing. All the time.
1: And I will say there would be remorse, but
0: mine was never right away. It's scary. It's honestly, it's fucking alarming. It's it's cold. It's cold. So then it goes right back to that honeymoon phase. And so like, I want to say something really important here about this cycle, because the more times that this cycle occurs, the less time that it takes to complete. So the longer that you get to know them and you're in a relationship with them, this cycle starts repeating itself. I mean, it could be multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. So one of the things as a victim of someone that's like with a narcissist, and by the way, a narcissist could be your boss. It doesn't have to be oh, somebody you're in a relationship with. It doesn't with. have to be a romantic relationship. So this cycle could be happening. Parent.
1: You yes, a, a parent. Oh parent. my God.
0: Yes. Brutal. Great. So in this cycle, I mean, it can continue on. And so what you're doing is, so the narcissists, they need their narcissistic supply. Ah. It's very important to, to remember that, you know, narcissists live eat, sleep, and breathe off of others' energy. So that's why Mm -hmm. the victims of narcissists, like you could be a coworker or a child or a wife or a girlfriend, uh, you are exhausted and totally, you're void of any energy anymore or most importantly, peace. That Mm -hmm. shit is gone because they have absorbed it all. Oh, yeah. So that is what if you're feeling that way, I really want you to take a moment and study this and think about it. Is, is, am I with a narcissist? Right. And and, and it's sad, but they get a high from all of that. Is, that. Yes. That is their high.
1: That's it. And I will say too, if you're with someone and you feel like they, they can never get enough attention, like they constantly oh, yeah. need validation from you. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you look handsome or, oh, you're so I worship or, you. But it's, you will notice because it's not normal. It's yes. it's an insane amount mm-hmm. of um
0: Adoration. Yes. Mm-hmm. It it's crazy. I know. It never it, stops. It really is. Yes. And- One of the biggest <sighs> things I remember, Christina, is I kept saying to myself, Am I crazy? And I know I'm not a crazy person. Oh, I'm right. not perfect. Jesus Christ. But like, <laughs> I'm like, am I fucking crazy? Mm-hmm. Like, I actually was thinking of going to a doctor and being like, I mean, I think, I'm, I think something's going on. Like, when
1: I would see my therapist, I would say because my narc would try to switch it and say mm-hmm. I was a narcissist. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But yeah, yes. because and she would she would say the fact that you even like yes. even think
0: that mm-hmm. is. So yeah. let's talk about that, Christina. <laughs> so let's talk about tactics because these are important. And like, you know, if you're dealing with this, you it's going to you're going to be like, ding, light yeah. bulb moment. OK, so tactics and common mind games that narcissists play. And by the way, this is their life. Like, they're constantly playing this game. So gaslighting, Mm -hmm. huge thing. And by the way, other toxic people in your life could use gaslighting. So when I talk about narcissists, I'm talking about all these things together. Because like I said, people throw this term around, and they're not real narcissists. So. All right. So common. So they can have narcissistic tendencies. Right. Yes. Right. But it doesn't necessarily
1: right. mean exactly. they have the disorder.
0: And it's funny because when I met you, when we discussed this, like I always know it's almost like, you know, Zach always says he has amazing gaydar. I'm <laughs> like, I have narcdar. Like I got a fucking, my antenna yeah. is like reaching I need to get better. I'm better. I've gotten yeah. better at it. Listen, I saw this fucking, <laughs> listen to me. I saw this fucking TikTok. It was so funny. It was this girl and she was like, listen, motherfucker, I'm a bad bitch. You only got 200 46 chances left with me <laughs> that's
1: so mean and I'm also, maybe not that much but there was so a meme funny. too it was like it's it showed this person is like look i made a scarf out of all the red flags you gave me and <laughs> yeah. that's that's me because i kind of tend to give it you a like little... the color red
0: you're like a bull yeah. in the, in the i mean arena. i've gotten better i
1: i've gotten yeah. better right. but i always feel like there's still more i work that could be done yes you know
0: all right so then the next one is so funny <laughs> so with the gaslighting so what they're doing is you know they're in complete denial they lie constantly. They give you misinformation that will make you have doubt about your sanity. Oh, yeah. so that's what I'm talking about. And then they also... They will start messing with like your memories or your perception of things. And when you're in it, like it's crazy. Oh, yeah. In fact, there's you... a term, it's called disassociation. Narcissists will bring you to this place mm-hmm. called disassociation where you are no longer living in real world. You're living in narc world mm-hmm. and it's fucking scary. And I was there, believe me. Mm-hmm. And somebody who is as strong and confident and outgoing and smart, right. like pat myself on the back. But seriously, I was living there, But girl. that's a good point because your characteristics of who you are doesn't
1: mean you're not susceptible Yeah. To- Agreed. With an anybody like he, right. yep. exactly. anybody can fall
0: for it exactly i have well, a really good line i'm going to say at the right. end too when i talk about healing because i think it's, it's something that's going to open a lot of people's minds so the next one is what you were talking about it's projection mm-hmm. this is a huge thing that narcissists do they will criticize others including the person that they get the most supply from for doing things that they do themselves oh, so yeah. for me it was like i was guilty until proven innocent it was like you're cheating you're cheating you're che-. and it was because he was always cheating and i'm right. like. Bro, I'm not cheating. Like I, you know, like and so other things like you said, like they'll just project anything that's their fault. They'll project it on you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent,
1: one hundred percent. So look for um, that
0: projection because yeah. it is real. Oh yeah,
1: and if that's happening nine times out of ten, probably even more than that, it means that's what they're
0: doing. I was going to say ten yeah. out of ten. It's yeah, what they're, they're doing. It's what right. they're doing. They, they have right. a lot of tools in their toolbox. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like that. but... <laughs> All right, so another thing that tactics that narcissists are famous for is silent treatments. So like mm-hmm. you were saying, when you're hurting and they just broke you, oh, yeah. you get the silent treatment. He'll ignore your calls, your messages, and it's only to make you have self-doubt. Oh, but if I didn't answer my phone, oh, like, and not because
1: of a silent treatment, I just missed the call. Mm-hmm. It was like the end of the damn world. Yep. That
0: missed phone call. Mm-hmm. Is a cycle. You're going to go through all that entire cycle with the one missed phone call. So I just want to say something. It is the most draining, exhausting, <sighs> soul sucking shit you will ever go through in your life. Oh, dealing with a narcissist, absolutely. a true narcissist. Absolutely. Like it is unbelievable. So another <sighs> thing, another huge thing, another tactic that I want to talk about is mirroring because this is a real thing. So narcissists will not only start to look like you and talk like you and walk like you, like it's, it's a real fucking thing they'll have everything in common with you. So notice if you're with someone and they never have an opinion that's different than yours. I'm not talking about when you're in that cycle and you're fighting. I'm talking about around other people. Mm -hmm. Like, do they ever have like, I feel like narcissists, they never have an opinion on things and something that's different, like a differing opinion. Okay, that brings me to one of the biggest statements that I want to say. I saw this uh, a couple of months ago and I wrote it down, I swear to God, everywhere because it just reminds you that you know, you're not crazy. And like one of the things I struggled so hard with after I had gotten out of that situation, it was like, I can't believe I fell for that. Mm-hmm. Like I beat myself up hard. I was like, I cannot believe I fucking live like that. I fell for that. And so here's the statement. You fell in love with the person they pretended to be. And the person they pretended to be is you. And that's so fucking true. So like I said, with the mirroring and the mm-hmm. shaping and the and the love bombing, I mean, mm-hmm. so we sh- if, if you've ever been with a narcissist or you know you've liked your boss it doesn't like i said it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship just know it wasn't your fault right you know and like they're good yes they're good good. Mm -hmm. and that's why i just said like
1: when you were saying like you're confident and you're outgoing but you are still susceptible everybody
0: is yeah all right so let's talk about my favorite part how to win and how to kill a narcissist because let me tell you something girl I have fucking mastered it. Well, I and need, I, I, need, I need your help. Okay, okay, I mean, I think go. I've gotten, I've gotten good. I mean, I've gotten, yeah. but I could, I could do okay. Better. So here's, here's the tactic. So number one, no contact. That is the only way mm-hmm. to kill a narcissist. But a lot of us cannot go no contact. You can't quit your job. You cannot, you know, uh, you know, if you have if you have children with this person, you're co-parenting with them. Actually, it's not co-parenting. If you have a child with a narcissist, I want you to look up and study what's called parallel parenting. Mm-hmm. Co-parenting with a narcissist is 100% impossible. It will never happen. I just want to discuss something about children that I read when it comes to, like, parallel parenting with a narcissist, something that you have to wrap your brain around. Narcissists do not love their children. They see them as an extension of themselves. So when your children are doing well, they fucking they they love them. And I say that in air quotes. So I just, it's hard to think about that and it's hard to accept. It's so hard because especially I think of someone not loving their own child, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Narcissists are incapable of it. They have an idea
1: of what their children should
0: be. And if the children are fitting that
1: narrative, we're good. If that child or children don't fit the narrative, Uh, it can be, it can be bad. So if you do feel like you, um, parallel parent with a narcissist, Mm -hmm. do your research Yes, because you, you need to understand that because honestly, you are going to be the one that is going to have to help your child understand that.
0: Really (laughs) quick too. And I feel like I have to say this, uh, if you are in the situation and again, anybody who's going through a divorce and they're you know you're co-parenting now or you're you're doing this whole thing, and most of the world is, it is vital. I don't care what your ex-spouse does, never ever badmouth them to your children. Nope. It only hurts your relationship with your child. And just so you know. Time will go on. Your child will see it for themselves. Absolutely. And by the way, that's the best way for it to happen because they can believe it and see it for themselves. Oh, absolutely. So I just want to put that out there like, and it's hard to do. Oh, it's hard to do, but you will only enrich and empower and build and grow your loving relationship with your child. And just so you know, your child only needs one healthy parent to thrive. That is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be that healthy parent for you're them and they're going to be fine system. Yeah, if you have a, a narcissist in your life that you're co-parent or parallel parenting with, it's not the end of the world. Just know your shit. Right. I'm just saying, like, parallel parenting, it's rough. And you have to be the best that you can be for your child. Always and be understand, the bigger person. Oh, yes. Always be the bigger person. Never badmouth the other parent. It's never a good look. And it no. only hurts the children. And I'm gonna tell you this. And like, and they will use that against you if you do that. So right. if, if you are bad
1: mouthing your ex and um the kids say something to oh. that's just gonna be used against you. It's just not right. it, I have it's an gonna ex, get ugly. Right. Like I have an ex
0: husband. I you know, I, I we share a child together and I don't ever badmouth him because it only hurts my relationship with her. Right. You know, right. And so it's just it's and, so not and worth it's it. their parent.
1: Exactly. They love their
0: parent. I and, mean, they yes. love their parent, and so you shouldn't put them in that position. I will tell you one thing: I'm really proud of of all the shit that I've been through. Is I just want ch- I just want people who are going to love my child. Right? If you love my child and you enrich her life, I'm fine with it. Right? I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, you know, my ex husband got remarried. I'm thankful. I'm right. happy. Like, is if she's a positive person in her mm-hmm. life, I'm I'm here for it. Right. You know what I mean? I told you that today. Yeah, my
1: ex husband got remarried. I couldn't love her more. Right. And that's, a, that's an amazing thing. She's great to my kids. She, exactly. Like, she loves my kids. Yep. Her parents are grandparents to my kids. Mm-hmm. I, th- she's just a very good person. And I tell my kids how that's lucky the they are. Yep. Because you never know right. what they're going to get.
0: God, We I really went off there, but I just, I love talking about <laughs> parenting. You know, it's the mom and me coming out. All right. So no contact is the ultimate way to go yeah. if you want to kill a narcissist or, you know. But here's most of us cannot do that in this world. So here's what I love. this is one of my favorite techniques in the world. It's called the gray rock technique. okay So I'm basically, ready. it's this total disengagement from your narcissist. And it's so simple. it's it's called gray rock because it basically means turn into a gray rock, the most boring nothingness in the world. okay? Mm-hmm. So you go gray rock. Mm-hmm. you just become a rock, you have no opinion, you do not engage. you become uninterested unresponsive i mean you're going to be so fucking boring that they're just like oh my god i'm so done with them they're right. so boring to me i don't get anything from them because again they're looking for that narcissistic supply oh, yeah no because mm-hmm. they feed off of that exactly want, so when they lose they it they want
1: a reaction
0: yes so if you don't give them a reaction right there's nothing there for them to get so exactly so this is the technique of going gray rock but it's really hard to do <laughs> when they because they know how to push your buttons. they oh, know absolutely. you better than anybody in the world absolutely okay so you
1: want like if they text you like you want to respond you want to you wanna say your piece, yes you want to say your piece but they at the end of the but day, they don't care right uh, so don't do it i mean i've i've had it in the past where i might type out this long old text and then i just erase delete it, it. all uh,
0: beautiful I that's a great thing it all. yeah
1: because ultimately it will not matter what no, i say it never matters. they will never see it the way i see it mm-hmm. they will never admit that they are wrong in any way and they don't care exactly and they so you genuinely are putting don't care so much of your mm-hmm. energy which is exactly what you don't want to do. So
0: that's what the gray rock technique does. And so I'm going to give you a few of my favorite terms. So when I'm (laughs) dealing with, and I have, I've had, I've known several narcissists. Okay. So, Again, that's a huge tip, by the way. In any relationship, you don't have to respond right away. God, we're all so programmed now to take that phone out of your pocket mm-hmm. and hurry up and fire a text back. I purposely don't respond to it, people because I'm like, I need a break right now. It took me a long time because if I didn't respond, by right. the way,
1: I would get you question mark, it. question mark, question mark, question mark. So being a great rock, this is what you do. Nothing. Yeah. So I, and here's, I've gotten good. Like I,
0: yeah, you know, like so here's it took some of the responses that I like. So you can just write back and just say, okay, that's all. And then if there's an answer that you're just not sure about yet, you give no explanation, but you say, maybe. Or (laughs) I'll I'll let you know. Or say, I don't know. Mm -hmm. No, never promise. You just say, I don't know. Okay. So like, remember, I'm schooling you right now. Yeah. But my favorite, most amazing (laughs) response to anything in the world. That's interesting. (gasps) That's it. (gasps) There's nothing to say I'm back to that. So start doing that. So listen. So that's interesting. I'm, listen. Anytime I deal with a narcissist, I'm just gonna say. Yes. that's interesting. So like your boss could be like, "You were fucking up, and you did all these terrible things, and you're fucking the worst person in the world." And you just respond and say, "That's interesting." Oh, what, what are what? they gonna say? There's nothing to say back to that. <laughs> so it's it's honestly it okay, kind of stops them in their tracks, right? I gotta be honest with you when and I they're first, not expecting it. Exactly. When I first started doing it, I was laughing at myself, <laughs> and I'm like, "This is so dumb." But here's the deal, and it's really hard to do. Because like I said, the narcissist knows how to push your buttons. Mm-hmm. When you do this response, you stick with it. And this is how you get good at it. You start to feel that you're in power now. For the first time ever, you're the one that has the power. So if you do it, you're going to get that power, and you're going to keep doing it. So just, I promise you. Is there is nothing they hate worse that's, than having that control But guess taken why? Away. But guess what happens? They go away. They leave you alone. And so mm-hmm. then – This is the ultimate goal. You get your peace. Right. Right. So here's the keys, by the way, to going gray rock. You never tell them that you're doing this, right? Like you don't (laughs) say to them, like, I'm going to give you the gray rock technique. (laughs) Don't ever fucking do that. Uh, Number two, don't talk to your narcissist unless you have to. Right. And that's hard to do because especially if you shared a life with this person or you work with this person every day, do not come in on a Monday morning and be like, oh my God, Tom, Dick and Harry came over. It was great. Like, you know, know, there are people that have a a
1: narcissist
0: as a parent, right? I mean, so yeah. So you never want to tell the narcissist details about your life. They're going to use it against you, right? mm -hmm. All right. So the next key is to be so fucking boring. I mean, even me, like, you know, I'm not a boring person when any narcissist in my life, they're like, oh my God, she's so boring. You know, like my response would be like, oh, nothing's going on. And you right, guys know right. me and my show, <laughs> everything's always going on. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so bored. Right. I have nothing you don't to do. not give them anything. Exactly. So then the next thing I uh, want to say too, is when you're using this technique, be prepared for them to up their game. So, one of the biggest tactics that, like, if you're in a relationship and you're parenting, they'll be like, the the ultimate thing to do to a mother is say they're a bad mother. So, prepare for the up of, they're going to up their game when it comes to, like, you not, because they're not used to you not responding. Oh, yeah. You know, they're not used to you. They're going to pull out all the stops to get every action from you. So, I just want to say, you know, if, One of the biggest things that if you can like get a visual, I I like having visuals with things is you can't play tug of war with someone if you drop your rope. Right. So that's a huge thing with a narcissist. Yeah. Yeah. So just going gray rock, you're not playing the tug of war game anymore. There's just nothing left to be done. And once you start practicing it and implementing it, and believe me, I know how hard it is not to fucking stand up for yourself. It is the most, it's the worst thing in the world, especially if you have children involved, but you win. So the ultimate thing with the gray rock technique, you just want to have peace. Peace mm-hmm. is your ultimate goal. I absolutely am telling you, like start using the gray rock technique and I'm going to send you a video about it and you can go out there oh, yeah, and no, I download videos of yeah. it and you can school yourself. I mean, it's an amazing technique. And also this doesn't just work for narcissists. It works for any toxic person in your life. Mm-hmm. It could be a toxic friend, a toxic coworker, a toxic you know, family member. The gray rock technique just works. You know, it doesn't have to be a narcissist. It's right. just, it's just shutting the situation down right. and you're just not bothered by it anymore. Once you don't respond. They have it's nowhere over. else to go. Exactly. Okay. So, wow, that was a lot of talk about narcissists. I'm happy to get it out there. I think it's an important subject to talk about. Hopefully and if we I can help save, someone. yes, yeah. if I can save one person from that narcissistic and especially terror. because
1: knowing what we know, someone might be feeling crazy right now right. that it's them.
0: Right. So. Narcissists. Oh God. That was a- I mean, there's a lot of. <laughs> I'm glad we're done talking about them assholes. I'm already exhausted just I know. talking about it. <laughs> I know. Same. All right. So let's move on to something way less complicated, but not really. <laughs> this is not. Oh no. <laughs> let's. But this is something that no one talks about, and it's something you mm-hmm. brought up, and I was like, you know what? I'll fucking talk about it. Yeah. Adultery. All right. So I just want to say before we get started, I'm, I've been in both positions. I'm here to own up to like things that I've done. I have been cheated on, you know, that's how my marriage Mm -hmm. ended, but that was a good thing for me. I was happy to get out, but, and I've also been, you know, a cheater Mm -hmm. and I've been a mistress, you know what I mean? So I am going to just put that out there. And then also I am not condoning this behavior. I just want to let people know it is way more common than you think on both and, ends.
1: And like I told you, it's not black and white.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, really exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, I was cheated on, but I also know people that have cheated on their spouse. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying there's ever a good excuse, but nothing is ever just black and white. I There agree. are people that I would have never in a million years would think that they would have cheated on their spouse and they did. Mm-hmm. I guess what I'm saying is don't sit in
0: judgment because you don't really know. Yeah. I'm happy that you say that because, and like I said, I mean, it's, so common. I mean, really like it's unbelievable how common it is. And no one talks about it because my God, if you get caught doing it, or if you're involved with it, I mean, you, you better run. Like you're going to get stoned in the streets. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? That's like the worst fucking thing you can ever do. And yet most of the world does it, right. you know? Um, and I just want to say something too, because you were sharing your story about it and I know how traumatizing it could be. And I, you know, I joke around and say, you know, I'm so thankful that he cheated on me and I am, but when I first found out, I mean, it does hurt, you know, oh. it's not something that you want to go through. And then, but like I said, I've been on the other side and it's like, I didn't go into it wanting to hurt someone, you know, got caught up, (laughs) right? And and,
1: and when, and I feel like, um, in some situations you get caught up emotionally yeah, and it's hard to Mm -hmm. break from that. Like it's, Again, it's not black and white. I know, isn't it? Just isn't.
0: I know. And then when you were talking about, you know, in marriages, like you never know what's going on behind closed doors. Only the only people in that relationship know. And so there's all that going on. And a lot of people see, you know, stepping outside of their marriage as an escape. Right. Right. It's like, and,
1: and not every. I guess too. Why I say it's not black and white is because a lot of people aren't strong enough to get out of a bad marriage, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes their strength comes from knowing that there's someone else already. You know what I'm saying? And again... I'm not making an excuse. I'm not saying it's okay, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying, just don't sit in judgment. It, it, there's yep. just, you don't know mm-hmm. everything behind what's going on. And and for me to be able to say that because it was terrible I know. for me, but that was my situation. That doesn't and, mean that was your situation right. or anybody
0: else's. And that's just things, my
1: personal experience. Yeah. And with one of
0: the it. things that really like, uh, when you shared your story, you know, and it, it's rough when you like, the, it's not just a physical thing. Like no. you see like an actual emotion. It's like, a, it's an emotional affair and those are brutal. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it
1: would have been easier for me. If it had been like a one-time thing, Mm -hmm. like, and again, I wouldn't be happy about it. Right. But when it was more of an actual relationship and things that I found about things I love about you Mm -hmm. and...
0: I mean, all affairs are rough stuff. And by the way, no one sets out to be like, I'm going to go have an affair. You know what I mean? Like. There's traumatic events that take place in your life, you know, in one or the other. And all of a sudden you find yourself in a situation and you're like, oh fuck. And then you find yourself like in this cycle of it and you're like, oh my God, I can't break it. Right. Um, I just I'm here to say, like, you know, I'm not someone that's gonna judge. Uh, and I love the way that you're like that, even though and it's happened to both of us, and we both right. said, like, right. we've also been on the other right. side. So it's right. like, and I think probably most of the world has, because let's be real. I mean, every other fucking day you're hearing about, oh, they were cheating on her, or they were cheating on him for all of the ones that you know about oh, oh there's, there's another, many many more exactly
1: like, <laughs> and again like I yeah. said and people that you would probably never
0: ever mm-hmm. expect like you would be completely surprised right I mean it happens it's it's just way more common than you think but I just want to say uh with the adultery thing because like I said I've been on both sides of it both sides whether you're being cheated on or you're the cheater it's important to know that like it's not a, it's about them. It's about the person that's doing the action. It's not about you. No. So when I was cheated on, it wasn't about me. Right. And when I cheated on someone, it wasn't about them. You know what I mean? It was about me. Right. It's always right. about, it's always about you right. as the person doing the action. Right. And then you can't let actions of others dictate your future. So it's funny I'm saying that cause I'm always like so against getting married again, <laughs> but <laughs> I used to think I was, but I think now that I've been, wow, I know. I, I don't know, girl. Oh God! I know no, no. because my, my whole thing
1: was like, why would I need to get married again? I'm I not going to have any more children. I yeah. But I am. Yeah. I'm, well, good for you. I feel I, like
0: that's personal growth. Yeah, I, I I think that I uh, love love. Yeah. And so I don't. Know. I'm happy for you because I know you've been through a lot. So that's that's a beautiful thing. I love love too. I think the commitment fucking terrifies me. Right. Um. Just because, especially you know, um. I mean, I thought Prince Charming was my forever. Uh, and it's devastated me that he's not. And it's like, if I would have gotten married to him, I'm not, you know, that's all, you got to right. get the courts involved. Right. And it's, like, yes, oh, it is. Fuck. it's an ugly thing. It for is. Sure. And when you've I, gone through I, I it, mean, when
1: I say I would consider it, I'd have to put a lot of thought into yeah. it. You know, it's not like <laughs> something I would just jump into, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, because it's scary. It is scary mm-hmm. thinking about having to go through that again. It is. I will be honest. A little less scary when children are involved, right? That's I mean, true. You yeah, know, you're because right. Because you might be able just to kind of like mm-hmm. each go your own way. I I feel like when children are involved it's just a
0: whole nother level i know they always say you shouldn't you should never say never but at the and i have a lot of healing to do that's why i'm doing yeah. my 60 day no d diet like I, girl oh my god i'm struggling so hard i can't even say the word hard like i told you i've been like jerking off all fucking day like i told you like i'm still wet oh from that goddamn rose vibrator that's my name written all over it. as soon as i'm like but at least you this. have that that's how you're gonna stay strong. I know. <laughs> That's how you're gonna make it. <laughs> I know, whatever it takes. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh God. All right. So, just want to say, no judging. No, you know, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's about the other person. And um, it's a, it's a, it's a very sensitive subject to it talk is. about, it and is. it's tough to talk about. But no one talks about it. No. And uh, I just want to say, like, if you're going through it or you're you've been through it, just move forward. Don't let it change your mind about the right. future. Well, and and I, it's know not what? about you.
1: Like for me, what I. Haven't allowed it to do is for me to automatically not trust another man. That's really good. That's Because it's growth. not fair to punish someone else mm-hmm. for someone else's actions. Yes, absolutely. And so I just go look at and us. I know. Who would have thought? I know we're so, <laughs> we're so mature. <laughs> but I I'm mean, just saying, like, unless someone gives me a reason not to trust them, right. you have my full trust. I am never going to too. immediately just assume that every man I date or am with is a cheater because yep. that isn't true right uh, yes it happens a lot right but yeah. I'm just saying like I'm not gonna do that I just am still who I am I just am not gonna let someone change me I love that
0: sister <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about what I want to fucking talk oh about. Boy. Sex. Yes. Uh one of the things that I love talking to you about, and like I feel like that's really resonating with me lately because you know, I'm on my 60-day diet, and then I was joking on my last episode, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna be looking for a, a friends with benefit. Mm-hmm. So like I was, I was talking about how I was gonna wear a sign around my neck that says like wanted FWB. Like, come on. Like, but I will tell you, when you when you said something, I because I've been thinking, I don't know if I want that casual sex anymore. It's very common. Uh- I will say it's very common. And I've common. had it and I've had right. it a long it, time, but like, I don't know. Cause I, so I've been propositioned and I, <laughs> there's someone that's like July 1st Adrian. But, but here's the thing when you think about it women, if we wanted to, mm-hmm. we could have sex yeah.
1: every day if we wanted to. Right. Because, well, I do. <laughs> But, but I mean, it, you can even ask a man. It's much easier no, for a absolutely. woman to have sex absolutely. if she wants to have sex. She can go out to wherever. And if mm-hmm. she wants to take someone home, she's going to take them home. You're men, right. Men don't always right. have that option. We but, dictate it for sure. Yeah. 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 I just, I know I told you, for me, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to have just casual sex. I'm not saying I never have, because mm-hmm. I have. But I just, for me, and I love sex. I love mm-hmm. sex. That's why you're I here. would, I know I <laughs> literally, I would have sex every single day, Yeah, but, but I can't, need to be with the right
0: person. I can't just be anybody. I can't
1: just be out sleeping with random people. I can't do it. And yeah, And you know, it's just because for me it's emotional mm-hmm. and I, this sounds, I feel like. I'm giving myself to someone and so I funny need that, that respect.
0: I, I have to feel respected. So if you recall, I had Samantha on my show, I episode six, I can't remember. Um, she's the one who makes the coochie tea, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> but she actually reached out to me cause she saw my no D diet. And she was like, Adrian, I want you to be really careful when you like get yourself out in the world, mm-hmm. be careful who you're giving yourself to. Right. Because when you go out there, she's like, you're giving yourself to someone. Like right. that's a lot of energy. She was like, you know, Just know, and but like me, I'm someone who's. I've had a lot of casual sex in my life. That's kind of been my thing. But I don't know. Lately, I'm like, is that really what I want to get myself into? And like, even for me to do this 60-day diet, I think it's just growth and age and maturity. Uh, But it's funny when you said that. It hit me because I was like, I know because I'm like, you know, I'm getting closer to like this. But I go back and forth. Mm -hmm. So
1: where I'm like, I feel like I can't do that. But then there's another part of me where I'm like, I'm a 47-year-old woman. I should be able to do whatever I want to do with no judgment of anyone. But honestly – Probably the only person
0: that's judging me the hardest is me. Absolutely. We're all our biggest yeah. critics. But I don't know. When you are just talking about like the casual sex thing, I was like, because so here's the deal. Like I like passionate, hardcore fucking. Yeah. And if I'm just fucking somebody that I don't care about, that the passion is it going to be there. Nope. So that's what concerns me. So as I've gotten older and I started really figuring out what I like sexually, which is that passionate, hardcore fucking, mm-hmm. I'm like, is a stranger going to give that to me? Or not a stranger. I'm not going to be going out and fucking strangers. <laughs> but like, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like. I don't know. And so it's been hitting me lately. I don't And
1: when it comes to sex for me, that is so important in a relationship. Yeah. Like you have to have, you ha, both have to really agree on like what you enjoy and mm-hmm. what you like.
0: It's true. It, right. It, you're Right. Oh God, this world, I'm, I feel like I'm looking at like Mount Everest and it's like, I have to navigate this motherfucker, like a Plinko chip going upwards. I'm like, fuck, like, this is going to be interesting.
1: But at our age, we know what we like.
0: Yeah, you We know right. what we like. Mm-hmm. And, and. It'll, 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 we'll see. Yeah. I'll be here to share it all. But. Uh, <laughs> right. My next victim out there has no fucking clue what he is in for. He's just living his life right now. All fat oh, and no, I'm, probably, I'm like... sure he'll be very happy. <laughs> like, I have no doubt. <laughs> All right, but, so I want to talk about something because you talked okay. about you have a blowjob. Was it a blowjob trick? Yeah, a job trick. Or yeah, it's a hand I guess, job trick? Okay,
1: like I'm going to tell you, I didn't know I had this trick. All right, like, let me I hear was it. told I have this trick that apparently it's amazing. Like mm. I'm amazing. Didn't know I was amazing. It's not like I put any research into it. It wasn't like I like. You I, should. Just, you know. <laughs> I guess I don't know, but apparently I'm told it has something to do with the hand at the okay. same time, and it's like well, I always use my hands light. when I'm sucking dick too. I agree. Yeah, yeah, and it's something about obviously a lot of bit. oh absolutely of, you know nice and wet i love and a wet messy
0: blowjob yeah yeah yes. and
1: it's it's about the twisting of the hand i guess so you're using the same one time. hand with yes. your mouth yes and it's like oh so kind of up and down but also twisting and then you kind oh. of come up even to that like as you come up you kind of also bring your hand up to the head and kind of massage the head and then you kind of go back down the and underside kind of like, the underside yeah, of the like head this yes whole twisting I didn't know. Hmm. I mean, I just assumed that this was normal. You know, Christina, I, I don't know. Sw- I don't know. I assumed this was normal. I didn't know this I'm was gonna anything. Have, so
0: I've never done that, like, twisting yeah. motion hand, and then, like, rubbing the head. That's yeah. a really good tip. Yeah. I'm more – I like deep-throating. That's, like, yeah. my thing. And but, so, like, but, I will do, like, a long stroke, but you're – I've never but, really twisted my hand, so I'm going to use this. it's not just that.
1: It's also deep throat, too. It's right. All, all of it. Like, that like one a little bit of, motion. Yeah. Right. Like, it's a little bit that, and then you're back twisting, and then you might – yeah. I don't
0: know. Okay, I, I you fucking just <laughs> taught me something. Like that rarely happens. I don't know. I so again, I'm, I'm I, I, about I didn't this. know this
1: was anything. Like great I don't know.
0: great tip to share. It's yeah,
1: okay. thing. You'll have to let me know how that goes.
0: <laughs> I will, believe me.
1: <laughs> and I enjoy it. And and I think that's a big part of it too. Oh my god. Because absolutely. the guy knows if you enjoy it or not. I're I do. All, I do enjoy it. I love sucking dick. Of, yeah, I do too. And there are a lot of women that don't. And that's yes. fine. But, but showing I, the enthusiasm is half the battle. Mine is pleasure. I, I get yes, off you're on knowing I'm Same. giving someone pleasure. Oh, God bless and, you.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's true, and that excites me. There's some fucking lucky man out there. They don't <laughs> even know. No, seriously, we, no, we are yeah. we are definitely not the norm. You know, like you're right. Like a lot of I have a lot of friends that are like I fucking hate sucking dick. Oh yeah, no, you no know? I do too. I'm and not going to name any names, but I was with somebody uh, yesterday, and they were like, I don't like cum. Like literally, they turn their uh, partner away. They're like, finish over there. I'm like,
1: what? Oh.
0: Yeah, I'm like, oh These my are- god, that's so disappointing. Yeah. Oh, I was no, like, oh no, my god. I'm like, I'll swallow that's it. Like I'll swallow it.
1: You can all over oh, my yes. boobs. Mm-hmm. You can inside. I'm you a like, fluid I, person. Like- I yeah it doesn't yeah it
0: does bother me listen my like one of my favorite things to do with Mr. July was like I would let him finish inside of me and then I would use my hands because you know he's in a freaky shit too <laughs> I would use my hands like you know get the cum out and yeah. then let him watch me lick, lick my it. fingers yeah. like I'm all about yeah. the cum I'm oh, all yeah. about the like, fluids if you, I love if, it if
1: they were like to come all over my tits, yeah you, you like yeah. I'll take my finger and lick it yes. off like and they all hell yeah about, oh though. my god it's yes. all about like you said the excitement and the passion and the exactly. you know it's I don't
0: know. And by the way, if you're going down on me, and when you're done, I'm licking your lips afterwards. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: they love that too. That's my or thing if, too. Or if you're having sex, and then you go to give them oral, and you they love thinking that you're tasting yourself absolutely. off of them. Like well, they, I like they, doing they, it. So. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say they.
0: Maybe it's not all men, but in my experience, most. Yeah. I'm in, I'm into get all excited. that shit. Yeah. All right. I so. absolutely. I love that. I love that technique. I'm gonna try it. I yeah. literally. I can't believe I haven't done that. Okay. I don't know, but- <laughs> Are you sure you have? Learn something every day. I don't know. I mean, I definitely am like a. I've never done like the actual twisting and then like like the the, the head at the. All right, I'm going to do it. All right, you're going to have to let me know how it goes. I will. (laughs) In in fucking 45 days. the countdown's on
1: oh girl somebody's gonna
0: be lucky they're gonna be your experiment there's, i like, know i'm telling yeah. you there's a poor guy out there but there's a calendar I, i'm marking x's oh, in my, my office <laughs> right
1: now i think there's gonna be people reaching out to you like i will be the one oh, girl for you i to, know like i'm
0: be, you know maybe that's what it is i'll be the so, volunteer you know i'm tiktok famous now you know and <laughs> i do have a lot of that i'm not <laughs> gonna mm-hmm. lie of course you know every well, like the thing decent woman does, looking and... decent looking woman on tiktok does it and I think maybe that's what it is. It's like, I don't want just anybody. I want somebody that I'm really crazy about. So, you know, and And, I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to wait it out. I feel bad for everybody in my life around me, but you know, like I'm a raging bitch, but you know what? Like I'll be okay. You know, I have a lot of toys upstairs. So that is, you're right. That is keeping me, keeping me good. All right. So get excited. Cravers, uncle Mo is coming back for the next episode. He was by far my most popular guest and he's coming back for more. Mm. I, I, God bless a man that comes back for more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, right. I get again, enjoy and, again and again to him. He's it was awesome. On the
1: Don't fuck the bartender. Yes, yeah, yeah. Love. And it's always good getting a man's insight to things. It is, I love he's so getting, open. Yeah, yes. Because we we do think very differently as men and women. So it's yes. always good to get that other side. Right. So
0: speaking of that, I want anyone, all of my listeners, to reach out to me with any questions that you have. He is wide open. Oh. Wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to send yeah if anything you want to ask like he'll give you like the straight up male no, point I mean, of view you know, like, I'm a little intrigued by this person I everybody is yeah. I know so and I'm not giving anything up right right <laughs> <laughs> all right well listen I got to get back to my Rosie uh and you know do, send me a DM on Instagram if you want the link to that I swear to god it's like one of the best toys I, I saw I have seen it somewhere it oh my been, god life-changing yeah, I, I, I I'm not gonna lie to you like I was still like kind of like I, I was like earth sh- it was earth shattering mm-hmm. I was still kind of like your coming down wobbly. when you got here I was your like. I oh couldn't walk. I was like, wow. feel like I need a nap now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll oh. see you guys in two weeks. Everything's coming up, roses. <laughs>